Inside her dressmaker's shop, widow Selina Innes waited for one of her best-paying customers to change into a commissioned garment so the final fitting could be done. A howl of Colorado mountain wind whistled through the gap under her shop door, and her gaze went to the window. No snow flurries, but the sky over Aspen was a leaden gray that threatened a storm before the day was over. Look, Mama, I made a necklace. Kina, her four-year-old daughter, held up a string of thread spools. Very pretty. I like how this time you mix the colors. She ran a hand over her daughter's honey-colored curls and gazed down into her sweet face. Bright blue eyes stared back, so much like her late father's. A greedy father, swayed by silver fever. A state accountant lured back into the hunt for riches. Nolan Innes might have saddled her with a mountain of debt when he ran off to the silver mines in Leadville, but he'd left behind the best part of him. Kina. Selena's worrying should have started when his first foray into silver mining gained them a tidy sum from the Ashcroft mine in 1882. But when the vein played out two years later, they were forced to leave Castle Creek Valley and move ten miles north. Good thing she'd insisted he construct this wooden building, with her shop at ground level and his accountant office in their small living quarters above it. Nolan had lasted only a few months tied to a desk, poring over account ledgers, before the fever struck again and he lit out, promising to return with wealth bursting from his pockets. Foolish Irishman believed too much in the pot at the end of the rainbow, especially when he was shot and killed as a claim jumper in his first month at the Leadville Boomtown, a fact she endured with forbearance. Are you sure this is the jacket I commissioned? Mrs. Peabody stepped from behind the blanket at the back of the shop that served as the changing area. Plastering on a smile for her most cantankerous customer, Selina turned and had to bite back a gasp. Only two weeks had passed since the first fitting, but she could see the side seams would have to be let out so the front could button properly. The banker's wife did enjoy her cakes and pastries. Yes, ma'am. The dove gray wool with black collar and cuffs. Such a smart fashion choice. If only she could afford a new coat half as fine. She grabbed her box of sewing pins and slung the measuring tape around her neck. Go ahead and step up on the platform. To avoid pointing out the obvious problem, she ran her hand over the fine wool to check the sleeve hem, then looked at the backside to see how the pleat folded. The length at your wrist looks good, don't you agree? Mrs. Peabody held out a pudgy arm and looked at her reflection in the oval mirror on the wooden stand. I suppose... She half-turned to get a glimpse of the back, then faced the mirror again. But these front panels are wrong. Did you deepen the seams? Possibly today's dress is of a heavier weight, now that we're further into December. Oh, the merchant's dance of choosing the most tactful words. With a quick move, she pulled the measuring tape across the open span of the jacket's front pieces and noted the gap's measurement. Nothing's permanent. I can taper the side seams. She held the tape along Mrs. Peabody's side, as if gauging where to make an adjustment when what she needed to do was let out the seams at least an inch on each side. The bell over her door tinkled, and a whoosh of cold air swept inside. I'll be right with you. Selina glanced over her shoulder and spotted Mikkel Toussaint, one of the two owners of the general store. Her heartbeat kicked at the sight of one of the town's most eligible bachelors. Oh. Hello.
Miko! Kina ran around the corner to greet the tall, dark-haired man. See what I made! Ah, a necklace fit for a princess. He scooped up the little girl in his arms, then tickled her tummy before turning to acknowledge the women. Hello, Mrs. Innes, Mrs. Peabody. How are you ladies this fine day? Fine! Mrs. Peabody sniffed, turning back to Preen before her silvery reflection. A Colorado winter hardly deserves that compliment. A winter day in the mountains without snow is a fine day, my pop always says. He smiled, white teeth flashing above his green woolen scarf.